Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, hello, hello. It is Wednesday night at 9 p.m. or just about 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it is time for another Common Law Wise Words. Anyways, I've had some of a busy week, so I don't exactly have anything prepared. I talked with Shaman earlier this afternoon. Apparently he put out a uh, a video on the Facebook group. And I think he was saying that he was going to talk about that on the call tonight. I was also saying uh, maybe a couple of people from the Facebook group are going to show up and uh, have some questions or whatnot. Anyways, if somebody has a topic that they would like to hear about, if you just wish to post it in the chat for the moment being, um, I'm pretty open to talk about anything. Hey, look, there's Shaman right now. Hello. Hola. Hola. How you doing? Como esta there, mi amigo? I'm all right. Hello. I'm just chilling. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Yep, yep, I'm here. So... I've had kind of a busy week, so I figured you'd take you could take lead on uh, what you're talking about on the on the um, Facebook. Uh, which thing? Because we were talking about that this afternoon. You were saying that you were wanting to talk about that this evening. Oh no no no! Well, you mean the, no? There may be some people calling in asking questions. Is that what you're talking about? Um, yeah, I said something about that too, but <clears throat> I thought you were wanting to talk about that uh, video that you put up. Oh, no. I mean, I think that's getting around on its own. I mean, I made another one on some interesting words that I wouldn't mind going over. But, I mean, we've gone over them, but I mean, I guess if you, I mean, if. Okay, I'll take lead on it, then I'll just talk about that. Yeah, let's just kill some time. <clears throat> um, I primarily just kind of went over the word consent, slave, and person um, to try to explain to people how they keep losing jurisdiction, and when they yield to that person, why, when they mix the jurisdiction, why they lose it, and then they don't realize they've lost it. And then they just continue into this path of uh, 
degradation. I mean, it's just <clears throat> if you don't figure out where you, you kind of shoot off to the left or to the right, you're just going to lose your premise. And then you're getting the wrong, start formulating the wrong hypothesis, and then you end up in the wrong, with the wrong uh, outcome. <clears throat> you know, we've talked a lot about the Declaration and how the government only has just, it says, just powers from consent. And um, the moment you remove that consent, they don't have it. So anything they do past that is tyranny unless you've actually hurt somebody. I know that sounds kind of simple, but I think a lot of people trip over that. Would you agree? Yeah, and I, I think it's uh, also probably a good thing to note that that's only the way it works in a Republican form of government. Oh, absolutely. In a Democratic form of government, it, you know, it's it's more about popular consent. But you know what's funny? Rather than individual that's, consent. It's interesting that you said that because I've got a hypothesis. Technically, the, the United States, they keep saying every time they run, they're saying our democracy, our democracy, right? Yeah. So they're, they turned into a democracy. That's what they're trying to do. And that kind of shows the shift and what they're trying to do through idiots like Bernie Sanders, who's trying to convince you somehow that Cuba's cool, um, <laughs> that that's the way to go. And they have to pull... You know, you've got this pull that's going um, through benefits, right? They're going to give you this. They're going to give you that. Like uh, I was talking to somebody today. Well, I'm not going to say her name, but <clears throat> I was talking to somebody today who was talking about how when they give you a medical marijuana card in a lot of states, you lose your ability to have a concealed permit for gun carry. And I said, and she was like, well, you know, that's really, really screwed up. And I'm like, well, there's actually something deeper going on there. I'm like, it's it's even deeper than what you're seeing. And she's like, what, that they don't have the right to, or she, I forget what she said. I'm like, well, the problem is, is if they can, they don't have the right to tell you you can conceal a weapon anyway, like, or give you the right to smoke weed. Like, why would you even need their permission to do that by them offering you this benefit of we won't arrest you anymore, we'll give you this permission slip, but we're going to require that of you. That just shows that they can't control you carrying a concealed weapon. I mean, think about it. Like the shit they do reveals who they are and what they can do. Um, this is the perfect example of the Virginia incident. The governor absolutely contained <laughs> weapons on uh, state property, but not in you on your person, or not in your car, or when you're walking around in Walmart. Now, Walmart can say they don't want you to have a gun in there. <clears throat> but the governor has nothing to say about it. So when they say, well, if we give you a medical marijuana card, then we're going to take your right to have a concealed weapon. It's like, well, they can only take that right because you gave it to them. And then yeah, I was actually like, talking with somebody this past week about, um, you know, about the concealed weapon and um, I mean, I don't know how they do it there in Tennessee, but, you know, I mean, South Carolina is very, very, uh, we like our firearms. 
And I remember when one of my friends went to go to. Oh, they like them here too. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember when one of my friends went to go take a concealed weapons class. Um, You know, the instructor just straight out told him, he was like, you know, if if you ever use any type of illicit drugs, don't don't get a concealed weapons permit. You know, like if you have to shoot somebody, go to court over it. Yeah, right. You know, and there, there's uh, that saying down here. I'm sure you've heard it before, but you know, I'd rather be <laughs> judged by 12 than carried by six. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, here too. Yeah, little buddy, okay? Uh, nah, he's he's uh, had a virus, so I had to take him to the doctor the other day. <clears throat> kind of been up coughing a little bit. I, I've been trying to have it on mute when you know, I didn't really have anything to say. No, that's all right. Um, I was just checking on them. They've got my my daughter had a cough pretty deep, started getting into her chest a little bit. It sounded like it looks like she's come out of it though before it got too deep. And uh, I was just wondering. They had the first c- confirmed case. They got somebody under observation over in Southwest Virginia. Uh, what for the corona? Yeah, spot, which is only thirty minutes from here. It's just observation. Though. I don't think it's not confirmed or anything. But um, to get back to the to the point now, so everybody listening, if you've got a Webster's or if you can go on your phones or your computers, pull up the Webster's eighteen twenty eight and look these words up because you need to read these. It helps to see them. And I'm just going to read the three of them, and then I'll piece them together with JC as he can contribute. Consent is to be of one mind to agree, an agreement of the mind to what is proposed or state by another, accord, hence a yielding of the mind or will, remember that word, to that which is proposed. Okay? Now here's the definition of a slave. A person who is holy subject to the will of another, one who has no will of his own, but whose person and services are wholly under the control of another, one who has lost the poser of resistance or surrenders himself to any power, whatever, a mean person, one in the lowest state of life. Now watch this. A person, okay, because it says, whose person and services are wholly under the control. So a person in law is an artificial person, a corporation, or a body politic, right? In other words, out of many, one, or just another face in the crowd. When you become a member of a body, you're no longer you, but you're a part of something else. Okay, sometimes that can be good, sometimes it can be bad. So let's see if it's bad. What person are they talking about? In law, it's talking about an artificial person. Well, what's that artificial person we're always talking about? both the legal fiction called the U.S. person or the state person, which is, there's no difference. See, a man or a woman is always present, right? But when you agree to be the surety for the person called the U.S. citizen, you now represent that person. That means you pledge yourself, right? You become a surety for the debt of another, which in this case is the United States. And here's the funny thing. John's told you guys many times. I've also told you. A representation of a person is a fiction in law. So here we are, an artificial person, right? See how that's all circular. Now watch this. 
when you use the U.S. person, you now subject, which is a slave, and through consent, your will to that which is proposed and yield wholly to the will of another under their control, and you surrender yourself to what any power, whatever. You are in the lowest state of life because you have become a fiction. And this is exactly why they can't hurt you. Now watch how slick this is. I'm just going to tie this in. This is my viewpoint. I'm not speaking for John. So when you're a man or a woman, you're standing in the real world. You're in the third dimension. You're technically in the image of the creator. Then somebody or something comes along and offers you this benefit. says, look, we won't club you over the head or pull you over every 14 seconds if you get this little piece of card called a driver's license or if you get social security card, uh, this will happen. Whatever the benefit is, you can get food stamps, you just whatever, Medicaid, Medicare, TenCare, whatever they call it in South Carolina, Texas, I don't know. So through that, you're like, yeah, 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 man, I, I want that benefit. The, benefit. the snag that benefit, right? You have to, to do that. You've got to check that little box on the, on the paperwork. You have to be in form with that person. We've talked about uniform or in form, right? The in form is where you're testifying against yourself. Like I had a guy call me I've been talking to for years. JC knows who he is. I'm not going to talk about him. He, uh, he went up with me to Paul's house once. Black dude. He called me last week, and I ended up calling him, I think, Saturday when I got a chance. And I'm like, dude, it's like we said on the show, you're making – he's like, well, they contracted with me. I contracted with them, and they're oath. I'm like, dude, nobody contracted with you. You, you just contracted with yourself. You're not – they're not accusing you. You are. That's why it's a conviction. So you look at – you know, you look at the Bible, Satan – is the accuser, just like in The Devil's Advocate with Keanu Reeves and uh, what's his doodle? Not not De Niro, but the other one. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah. He, goes, he goes, you made me. He goes, I don't do that, Kevin. You could have quit any time you wanted. He goes, oh, if I don't finish this case, I'll never forgive you. He goes, that was fucking great. <laughs> Who would do that? You, you had a beautiful wife. You could have just stayed there. You know, in other words, he doesn't make you do it. He doesn't make us do it. We're, we're enticed by our bellies, by our greed, by our desires, by our wants, the things we want or the things we think we need. But what we think is a benefit becomes a snare. So you're leaving – when you're over here in the world of man – mankind, womankind, you have this safety net of truth and honor and justice and righteousness and all these good things, right, that have been given to us by the Creator to keep us safe. Like, let your answer be yay, yay, or nay, nay. I didn't do it. Okay. You got an accuser? No. Okay. It's done. You're, you're off, okay? The greatest judge in the world at a well let a woman go because nobody stayed to accuse her, even though he knew she had committed adultery. So, and we've, and we've talked about that on the show, right? 
what makes a fact in law? Any fact with how many witnesses? So it becomes a fact in law, right? It becomes a fact on the record. So when you leave that protection by wanting to use their codes or wanting to use their person, you're subjugating yourself. You're literally making yourself vulnerable. Now, sometimes it's going to work to your favor. Most of the time, it's not. It's going to come back to bite you in the butt. It will come back to bite you. Yeah, you may not get a, a, a traffic violation for five years, and you get pulled over one day, and you get an $800 ticket because the treads on your tire were too low, and you told the cop you were in a hurry. You didn't have time for his BS. I mean, who knows? You know, Maybe the, the IRS comes to your house and puts letters on your door because you wanted to use that U.S. person to get that driver's license and you made too much money and they don't like it. I mean, who knows? But it's going to bite you because sooner or later, you got to pay daddy back for using the truck. And that's what it is. A U.S. person is just like a truck that you're borrowing from somebody and they're telling you, you can use the truck, but you got to pay the fee, man. And if you don't pay that fee, we're going to come beat it out of you. And that's the other thing. And, and Carl used to talk about that. Like, they can't hurt the person because it's their property, and, it, and you're a fiction. If you become a fiction, they're not hurting you. You're volunteering, right, to be beaten for the Well, and if you're a fiction, it's person. all imaginary. It, right. You know, like, when you get <clears throat> down to it, what they don't have jurisdiction over is your soul. You know, like, obviously, the government has jurisdiction over the body because, you know, they have more guns, they have more people, they, you know, they they can win the fight if it comes down to a fight. But, you know, in the Judeo-Christian belief, it's that they don't have jurisdiction over your soul. You know, they, they can't cause your soul to have a horrible experience. So um, before we get kind of moving on too far... Um, you know, I, uh, I know what slavery says in Webster's 1828 or what slave says in the Webster's 1828, but I actually like looking at slavery because in the definition of slavery, it says slavery is also voluntary or involuntary. Voluntary yep. when a person sells or yields his own person to the absolute command of another involuntary when he is placed under the absolute power of another without his own consent and uh you know i i think that that's because you hear a lot of people in the counterculture talk about how how we're all slaves um you're only a slave if you choose to be uh -hmm. you know it, it is a choice and when you choose not to be when you choose to be free it's a struggle uh, but going back to consent, you know how I like to break words down. So con means like coming together, you know, like constitution, uh, bringing together something. And sense is the past particle of, um, of send. And send was uh, to cause to be conveyed or transmitted to commission, authorize, or direct to go and act. Okay, so you're you're bringing back, you're you're bringing together your send and you're giving it to somebody else. You know, you're giving them the authorization to act. You're giving them the commission, the direction, and for the most part, you already know what their game is. 
you already know how they're going to act. It's like when we first started doing the shows and we were talking about author, you know, like authority, author, it's why? Because I got to, you know, like I got to take back the authority because I handed it to you. I saw that you weren't responsible with it. Now it's up to me to take back that authority and control my own life. Yeah, I mean, it's like what you just said, that you're taking your sin and giving it away, which is a yielding of the mind or will, and that's where you volunteer into the servitude because there's no involuntary servitude, and they're very careful to say involuntary. But how many people are just volunteering? And when you guys, I'll say we, when if we transgress the dimensions or the culture or the societal arrangement that they've got by trying to utilize their belief system, well, we've just voluntarily entered into subjugation, and that's why you're subject to the jurisdiction thereof. And that's exactly why when they get a plea or, or you know, you make a guilty plea or anything, it's every case, isn't it, JC? They read those same four things to everybody. And I cannot quote them, but basically it's like, hey, if you've been coerced into this in any way, anybody threaten you, 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 this is of your own free will and volition. You're not, nobody's making you do this. You're aware you're you know, waiving your rights to this and to trial and this and that. They go through the whole thing because they want to make sure that everybody knows that the person who's putting you in jail is you, not them. Hey, who's the guy? Was it Rod Class who had that gun charge and um, he had an attorney uh, fight it out in the Supreme Court to see if he had a right to the appeal? appeal? Yeah, yeah, that was because Rod he Class. pled guilty. And you remember mm -hmm. when the, um, when the uh, like, you know, the two attorneys were making their argument and basically the attorney for the United States was arguing that that they didn't have him right in there, right into the plea deal, that he couldn't appeal it because some judges wouldn't accept that because it gives the it gives the state too much power to coerce. Yeah, I remember you. I remember that now. Uh, you know, so it's like any time that somebody's getting a plea deal, of course it was coerced. <laughs> yeah, how could it not be? If you don't do this, this is going to happen. Uh, yeah. But if Sounds you like do this, we'll give you this. Sounds like extortion, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Protection. Well, you know, I was watching. Uh, I was watching the the trial. It's like a documentary on Ted Bundy. And. Uh, he had this, and I and I told my wife before it happened. I said, "Watch what this guy's gonna do. He got a he got a a uh, legal representation appointed by the state. <laughs> so the guy comes into the room. He's sitting there in the meeting room with this girl, and he's like, "Hey, I need to talk to you." And he's like, "Well, just go ahead and talk. She can hear it." And he looks at her. He sits down. And he goes, "Look, man." They're going for the death penalty. I think you ought to plea out. <laughs> he goes, if you plea out, I can save your life. And it's like, I told Didi, I said, that's their job. 
And it, she goes, well, what, why, I don't get it. And I'm like, look, his job is to save the state money. Look, if you just plea out, it's like, obviously he's not working for you. <laughs> he's working for the court. And, and, you know, it's like, so here, you tell me how it's due process. You've got a defense attorney who's for the state, gets a check. You've got the prosecutor, gets a check for the same state fund. And the judge, it's like, okay. But see, they can do that to a person because you volunteered. And I, it's just yeah, I mean, <laughs> they they have well, to get your consent. Like either you go and get an attorney. Most of the time, when you're getting like a public defender, they they mm-hmm. want you to apply. Yeah, they know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they'll give you one if you aren't uh, you know making it easy for them and you didn't apply but you know technically the first thing they they try and do is get you to apply for the public defender yeah. so you can't <laughs> afford one yeah they try and get you to say that you're indigent and of course a pomper has no rights right but it's you know how many times we go over this and it's not like we get angry or anything, but think about it. These people keep making these same mistakes over and over and over and over again. And you keep arguing these same points over and over and over again. They don't work. And I find when you do debate some of these people, they're not honest either. Like, <clears throat> they forget what they write. They'll tell you that they did it, and then when you say, or they couldn't do it, and then when you say, yeah, because it isn't going to work, like, oh, yeah, well, I did it. It's like, dude, you just wrote in the paragraph above it that you didn't. It It isn't going to work unless for some crazy reason, one in a million, they let it work. Like with Rod Class's things, everybody gets excited and they keep following Rod Class. It, it, like the guy who always cuts attorneys but then has one of the most prestigious law firms given three or how many lawyers did he have for free? Uh, I think there are three, three lawyers from that big law firm, and then they were doing a pro bono, and uh, and they had like four or five paralegals working on it too. Yeah, I call that on the street suspect. Right, Stan, you there? I thought I heard yeah, you I'm a here. second ago. Uh, what would you yeah. call that? <sighs> I don't have a word. <laughs> it sounded like you started to say it when you went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly just jumped on the call about a couple minutes ago. I was running late tonight. Oh, that's all right. How you been? Been well, man. Working yourself? Been working. There you go. Been a little down the last shoes. couple days, but. Suffered Did a blizzard catch? today. Oh, yeah? Catch We're going to get some snow, too. How much snow did you guys get? Uh, I'm in Toledo area. I think they got, like, five inches, six inches. But, I mean, most of it came down in, like, an hour and a half. I mean, it just silver dollar size snowflakes. It was crazy. Oh, you're in Cleaner's home territory, huh? 
are you too young Who? for that? Oh, Mash. Oh, uh, wait, you suck. <laughs> you better know who Clinger is. <laughs> Just old enough, I think. Yeah. You guys suck. You'll I was always like a radar guy. <laughs> so what are we talking about? What's the topic here? Oh, another. You're talking about consent, slave, person. And man, You're going oh, over some words and uh, hey, I mean, uh, it's like a turn, right, JC? A turn, the transfer homage or service from one lord to another upon what alienation of the estate? What's the estate? Your body. You're giving your body over to be surety for the debt of another in payment, like they're going to beat the payment out of you. That's what alien and what is what is the now we can say it's unalienable, inalienable, unalienable, same words. Alienation of the estate. So that's what they do. They transfer you from one lord to another upon alienation of the estate. So you that means they can't transfer you until you alienate yourself from your what? Your estate. What was your estate that was given to you? Your soul and your body. So it's up to you to consent. There you go again. Their job is to accommodate you on your journey. That's exactly what they're going to do. So it's like everybody gets pissed at them for fraud. They're really not committing fraud, man. Not most of the time. They they tell you. You just don't know what they're saying. Not most of the time. You know what to time. listen for. I mean, if you know what to listen for, if you're – and really, this comes back to – what, almost two years ago, JC? I guess two years ago, maybe more. We started with, with Gus. One of the first things we ever said was, how do they know, recognize a counterfeit bill? By studying the real one. So you got people studying code, 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 constitution. Da, 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 da. But do you study what man is? Do you study what being woman is? Do you know who you are? Because if you don't know yourself, how the hell are you going to – you got to know who you are before you can do anything. Otherwise, you're just going to be kind of wandering around because you're not going to know which direction to go because you don't know who you are or what you need. Once you, you figure that out, I said, "Know thyself." <laughs> know thyself. I was trying to think of the name. Know thyself. We got somebody with their hand. I on, think so. So I'm going to unmute them for a second. Speak. Speak. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, yes, sir. You're unmuted. You're live. Okay. Oh, wow. This is, uh, first of all, um, uh, long time <laughs> listener, uh, first time caller. Um, again, I really appreciate all that you guys uh, do. Um, I've been listening to. Thank you, man. Uh, um, thank you. Um, I've been listening to uh, Carl Lentz. I've been listening to. Uh, basically, I guess the situation I'm in right now is that I'm learning to fight every time I go into the ring uh, type of uh, scenario. Um, long, long, long story short, I was arrested uh, February 9th of 2017, and it wasn't until this last month that the judge put in for me um, uh, not guilty. So... 
they have put me through the uh, psyche valve stuff. They've put me through, you know, now, now their next thing that they're trying to do is do a uh, veterans court. And um, when I tried to provide uh, uh, notices, um, the uh, uh, public defender uh, takes it and uh, rips it or I go to uh, court and they basically have me on uh, lockdown. You know, I'm not a confront, you know, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not a crazy guy. I know how to, you know, eloquently say what I need to say. Um, it's just that it just seems to be a complete uh, shutdown. So did you I accept the information? I'm sorry? Did you accept the attorney? Uh, no. Matter of fact, okay. um, basically what happened was I, I was arrested, and uh, when I got pulled over, he says, you know why I pulled you over? I said, you know, uh, sorry, emergency lights, and uh, what's the emergency? He says, well, there is no emergency, and I said, okay, great, uh, have a wonderful day, and then um, three of his, uh, uh, then I proceeded to uh, go to my house. I had uh, three police officers there. They went ahead and uh, arrested me and um, uh, took my car, which ultimately lost my job, which ultimately lost my house. I lost my things in storage. I was uh, homeless for 14 months, and I'm trying to get back out of this uh, hole. Um, so I don't have a lot of resources, and I don't have a lot of uh, things that uh, would, I guess, make it go quickly. But it's almost like the more that I learn, and then I try to apply, I needed to have learned more prior to. So I guess where I'm at right now is I've got a court here on the uh, 5th for this judge to decide whether or not I should go to veterans court, um, which would basically be a program of uh, 12 to uh, 18 or 19 months. And then if I successfully navigate that, well, then they said that if I complete it, I go back to prior being arrested initially and everything goes off of the board. So on one hand, it's like I'm trying to, it's like I got a, a, a foot in the civil, or I should say, you know, the, the criminal thing. And then I got a foot on, you know, uh, common land or common ground. But it's almost like what I, what I have to say they don't understand. And the more and more that I look at um, the you know, hundreds of hours of uh, Carl Lentz and uh, you guys and Sovereign Living and you know, uh, all, all of these different things, it's almost like one cancels out the other. And I just, I just feel frozen. I honestly, I really, really feel frozen. So this last court date, uh, I went in there uh, with a notice of you know, appearing as man because when I tried to do it originally of asking for pen, paper, and ink to properly address the court, I was in, uh, uh, I was uh, declared, uh, I guess, what is it, uh, uh, Penal Code uh, uh, 1362 or 67 or whatnot, that, you know, I'm uh, mentally incompetent, or I should say well, legally where, incompetent. Well, where do you reside? Like, what state is this going on? Um, I reside here in uh, California. I'm in uh, Placer County. Oh God! Uh, right. So. Okay, and that, and we might be getting ahead of ourselves here. What what was the original charge, so to say? Like, was it you know running from the cops? Uh, 
Right. Well, I mean, I know you, sure you, you got pulled over and and you just kind of yeah. drove home. What was your? What did he stop you for? Well, according to what I've heard, because they won't show me. I've asked them, and I've asked, you know, they won't, they won't show me the police report. They won't show me, you know, because I'm saying, well, who authored the words of these charges? Like, well, you don't need to worry about that. The only information that they'll give me is like the uh, psyche value, uh, information where I'm basically saying, you know, where, where do you reside? Uh, that's private, which are date of birth, private. It's all private. I'm a private person, you know, uh, type of thing. But bottom line is um, they pulled me over for uh, no plates or I should say uh, dealer plates. And then at that point there, uh, what's that? Did you say dealer plates? No, no plates. No, first he said no plates, then he said, well, dealer plates, right? Well, I didn't have uh, California uh, plates on it. I went ahead and... What did you have uh, on it? Um, they were they were kind of like dealer plates. The, how about this? There's two definitions for dealer plates. One's the like the paper placard, or the actual uh, plate through the DMV as a dealer. Um, I basically just had the you know uh, Roseville V Dub uh, plate on there, and at that point, uh, I believe that the stop was just to merely to find out if I had gone down to the DMV and taken care of things. Was he a statey? I'm sorry? Was he CHP? Was he CHP? Uh, no, he was a uh, city of uh, Lincoln uh, police officer. Okay, and you said this was <clears throat> when? 2018? Yeah, it was uh, yeah, February, uh, yeah, February of uh, 2017. Of 2017? Uh, yeah, right, I, and- I would, um, like, just kind of right off the top of my head, I would start with you're saying that they're not giving you any information on the arrest, any of the documentation they have. I would put something in writing requiring discovery, and I would send that or serve that to whoever's prosecuting the action. Um, The next thing that I would probably do is get in touch with whoever's prosecuting the action and you know, and also get in touch with the court and inform them that service of summons is up. So you're going to require hey. them to prove jurisdiction before they do anything. Right, because um, I know that I'm supposed just, to, because I, I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, but then they, because you went home, they charged you with felony evading or something like that, right? Yeah, so the, so the total charges are this. Um, uh, charge number one, was uh, evading the uh, police department. Now, the public defender that I cannot get rid of reads the uh, information to me, but she won't let me have any type of copy for my review. And okay, tell me all the charges. Would... Okay, uh, charge number one would be uh, evading the uh, police department, but according to okay. the entire police report, I. <sighs> I did not break any laws. I, I turned all my, you know, stopped at stop signs. I did, you know, this and that. So, uh, anywho, so it's uh, evading the police department and then falsifying um, uh, Department of Motor Vehicle registration because I had a, in the driver's side window, a parking pass from uh, Red Roof Inn. So, He's saying that I'm trying to pose as if I've got registration in the window. 
and I had sold cars for five, you know, almost five years. And, you know, that stuff goes in the, you know, passenger side window. So anyway, so this is a parking slip I had from Red Roof Inn that had uh, faded from the sun, but it really kind of did help me out by blocking out the sun when I was driving down the road. So I never really kind of took it out. So I had that in there for, I don't know, maybe uh, two months. So they're charging me for uh, evading the police, uh, falsifying or uh, uh, forging uh, documentation, and the piece of paper itself is blank. It had faded out. It, there, 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 it was just a piece of paper. Uh, what else? Um, and then it was uh, suspicion of uh, DUI because I had uh, bottles of uh, mouthwash because I'm a salesman. Did, did they ever charge you with the tag? No, they uh, no, they they didn't charge me for driver's license issues at all. They didn't charge me for no, lack tag, of registration. Yeah, yeah they didn't. They didn't charge. So they didn't for that. charge you for the original with, reason he pulled you over. Uh, correct. Or the original reason that he pulled me over. You know, the original reason that he pulled me over is only a summation. It's I believe that vehicle code uh, five two zero zero says that once a vehicle has been issued the plates, they need to be displayed for what they were issued for. When my registration expired, I realized that, well, I really don't need those things. So at that point there, I just had basically just a paper placard um, uh, on the back of the car. And then when I said, you know, hey, I know it's your emergency lights, what's the emergency? He was like, well, there is no emergency. I said, all right, well, thank you very much. Uh, Bye-bye. And, you know, safely left and <laughs> you know he, he followed me uh to my house and then uh, they went ahead and uh, pounded my vehicle in my driveway because they believed that i abandoned it there well i mean <clears throat> did you ever inform anybody that you didn't need a registration in in writing no because i didn't know Okay. So, like as far as the first thing like, like, you should always do. Uh, no, I would no, have no, to say at this it, point, you're frozen because you kind of dug a hole. Correct. Yeah. And so, and so, when I've tried to do these notices, like this last notice, you know, it was literally, I believe, my word count, uh, including my name, was uh, 12 words, and. Um, I had uh, I, I tried to turn it in prior to court because I know that they won't let me do it um, there at court. So I tried to do it prior to court. They won't allow me to put the notice in. They call it you know they they call my public defender and all this other different type of stuff. And the defender tells them you know don't accept anything. So they they got me blocked at the window. Um, then they've got me blocked uh, there at court. Meaning I walked down basically to court at eight o'clock. Court opens up at eight thirty. And uh, the doors open up, and at that point, I tried to, you know, hand over a piece of paper, and uh, no, I uh, six bailiffs, the whole, I mean, it, they they stack their bodies in front of me trying to do anything. So I guess I guess my question is, um, should I put in multiple notices prior to this uh, March fifth uh, court date, uh, defining everything? Because it's almost now, I wish I knew now what I knew three years ago. I don't think, you know, any of this stuff would be uh, taking place. But I guess my question is, you know, would my best avenue of approach be 
to go to the courthouse because again you know I'm, I'm limited but go to the courthouse and get those uh, I guess uh, notices uh, turned in by you know letting the clerk know that she is my standby counsel because I, I know through you know uh, reading their definitions and stuff like that that you know if you go there and you don't submit some type of notice prior to that you're making a general appearance and a general appearance means man you know you know they, they've got you and you have to you have to limit it uh, make it a special appearance so you've been you've been listening to the show for a while uh, yeah for a while but it's 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 almost as if I've been listening to people do mathematical calculations over the phone. And it's not until Did I can you, actually uh, see something. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I, there was like, there's like a small delay. That's why I keep stepping uh, on you. I don't mean to. <laughs> no, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, uh, you, have, you have no idea. You have no idea how much I appreciate you. And I know a lot of people do. And, you know, perhaps they, they, they can't call in or, you know, whatever. But, um you know, I, I, I feel stuck, and I also feel like, you know, since I hadn't pled uh, guilty, because our, my, my, my initial thing was, you know, they, they put me in uh, jail uh, uh, from the original arrest for six days. And then I said, uh, you know, I'm in handcuffs. I'm in, you know, the, the orange suit. I'm behind, you know, six inches of uh, plexiglass. And I said, you know, is there any man or woman claiming that I've caused any harm or damage? If so, you know, I will compensate them as soon as my hands are free. And he says, oh, don't worry about it, Stephen. There are no charges. They're going to be released here in hopefully the next 45 minutes or so. I said, okay, great. I didn't sign anything. I didn't, I didn't have any paperwork. It was like, you know, okay, sounds to me like, you know, uh, you know what you're talking about type of deal. And then uh, almost uh, a month later, uh, my brother tells me, hey, look, dude, you've got a court date in, you know, 48 hours. And so I go to the court date, Uber arrived there, uh, go to the court date, and it was just, a, you know, uh, these are the charges. And I said, you know, you know, I, I cannot move forward unless, there, unless there's another man claiming that I've caused harm or damage. And that went around and around. Then they recessed. Then they came back, went around and around until finally um, the prosecutor says, you know, the judge says, well, what does the people want? And the prosecutor goes, well, uh, uh, the people just want this to go away. And then the judge says, do you want this to go away? And I said, yes, that is my wish. I wish this to go away. He says, okay, great. And here's the trick. He goes, okay, great. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, work on your uh, dismissal. I'll be right back. And he left. And then when he came back, it was about, I, I would have to say, it was between the six and seven minute mark. And when he came back, I, you know, I, I said, you know, you know, it's my wish to, you know, have this uh, case to miss uh, without uh, prejudice. And he goes, well, do you do understand the charges? And, that's, and, and I, I kept saying the same thing, but it, it seemed as if it was a new arraignment. He says, do you understand well, the what charges? did you answer him? Yeah, what did you answer when he asked you that? I said, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I said, based on what Carl had said, it was, you know, what charges? You know? <laughs> like, 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 what are you talking about? That's drivel. 
So I told him, you know, I, you know, as far as the charges are concerned, no, I don't understand, but I can't, I can't talk to a who, I'm sorry, a, a what. So what man authored the, you know, uh, charges and whatnot. And then at that point, uh, some lady from uh, the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, um, uh, uh, public defender side, uh, she just serves up at this time here. We're uh, claiming uh, doubt. And I looked at her, I'm like, who are you? And next thing I know, I'm in uh, handcuffs and I went back into jail for another uh, two weeks. And then my brother bailed me out. And one of the main, main, main reasons of trying to make sure that everything, like it goes well, it's like I've got to learn it because I feel like if I fail, if, if I do something inaccurate, that they're going to take my brother's house. You see what I'm saying? Because my brother had bailed, bailed me out. He had bailed me out the uh, second time. And so I feel like if I push, well, then at that point, I believe that they will do something to um, involve my brother or, or, or uh, revoke the bond or, you know, uh, do something. Meaning I feel like if I go there, meaning they're not allowing me to do the notice thing. Either she takes it, she rips it up, or she basically gets up with the uh, bailiffs to ensure that this, 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 this paperwork does not move forward. And so I thought, well, the only other option I would have would be to go there without any of these, this, without any of these people there. Go down to the courthouse and see what I can do about you know, a, a file on demand or uh, something to get the paperwork in, but also at the same time, I'm not going to lie. I'm... I, I, <laughs> I, I don't want something to happen that I'm unaware of that, meaning if I do something, I'm not aware of a particular consequence. And it's not until I find out after the fact, then it's like, well, now I'm going to try to figure out that. So <sighs> I guess what I was looking for was, because apparently here on March 5th, he's supposed to decide whether um, I can go to hey. uh, Veterans Court. Hey, man, what what county is it? Uh, Placer. Okay, is that like a real big county? I mean, it's not L.A. Uh, uh, no, Placer, real... no, no uh, Placer County, let's say it stretches from kind of the east, the east side of Sacramento, which stretches from Sacramento to Roseville, Rockland, Loomis, uh, as well as uh, Auburn, it's that hill country, um, uh, I guess, section, if that makes sense. So it would be like the uh, east side of Cal uh, east side of Sacramento heading towards uh, Reno. Okay. Okay. Um, and but Sacramento I will say, I will... the state capital. Uh, right. And, and, and I will say this. Uh, uh, JC, um, when I went there with this little 12-word notice, I have never seen uh, a reaction. It was almost like I walked in there with, you know, Ebola or, you know, bomb strapped to my chest type of uh, scenario. I've never seen anybody uh, react uh, the way that, you know, uh, they reacted. And the judge himself says, well, I'm not going to allow... You know, uh, uh, I believe that this is court sabotage. 
I believe that this is something that's going to uh, come by later or, or something else is going to come uh, through this. So unless the state decides, and so, you know, I ended up handing a copy uh, to the uh, prosecutor guy. He looked at it and he laughed and he's like, yeah, sure, we'll go ahead and put it in. And then I said, fantastic, lovely, let's go ahead and move forward. And that's when the judge says, well, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not allowing any of that because it's not necessary. And I swear to God, I heard the, I had uh, Carl Lentz's floating head next to me, and I said, well, not only is it necessary, but it is proper. It is proper and necessary for me to, you know, probably address this court. He says, well, not today. So your, uh, 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 he said, your, I uh, uh, didn't call it a motion, but uh, he says, uh, your uh, notification, I believe, is a sabotory uh, uh, preliminary. Like, you've got the blasting cap, and I believe that you're going <coughs> to, insert the blasting cap and then later on you're going to have some c4 and then insert that and then detonate something is is is, is the feedback that i got but they won't let me talk they won't let me sign that you know at this point here um the only thing that i have actually signed is for the uh california uh, veteran administrative to give them my uh, dd214 to show them that okay. yes, I was asked. Well, you know, what sorry. did the what did the psych evaluation uh, conclude? Like, did they the, did the first, psychologists find you incompetent? The first psychological evaluation, um, I went and talked to uh, the shrink, and I said, "Why am I here?" And she <coughs> says, "Well, you're you're here for a mental evaluation," and I said, "To find out if I'm mentally competent or." legally incompetent and she's mentally incompetent i said well according to the paperwork i have it says that you're supposed to determine whether i'm legally competent she says well it's the same thing i said fantastic so you're here to tell me whether i'm legally competent or not yes and she says yes i said lovely what is the definition of person what is the definition of demure what is the definition of these things so she says well i have no idea and i said well i didn't know either until i started looking this up but bottom line is if you put paperwork in, this is what I told her. I said, if you put paperwork in saying that I'm legally competent, when right now you are making a judgment of my legal competency when you are legally incompetent. So I'm basically illegally competent. Dude, <laughs> I, 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 would not go, I would not go that route or with that argument. Well, you know, if, you, uh, if well, you're going to do something like that, what you, what you should do is you should um, – you should basically say, okay, so you're here to determine whether I'm legally competent or not. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Okay, where did you get your law degree from? What law school did you go to? Well, well I didn't go to law I believe, school. I went to a school for psychology. Then how uh, could right. you make a determination on whether I'm competent in law or not? Correct. Well, I believe that's what I did by showing her the definitions, and she's just like, oh, my God, I had no idea. It, they don't care what the definitions are. You know, I mean, everybody well, who graduates from college knows that, that, you know, lawyers have this weird language amongst themselves and, you know, it sounds funny and nobody can quite figure it out. And that's why you got to go get an attorney. Well, what this woman actually did was in her report, she says at this time, uh, two things happen. She goes, at this time, um, uh, Mr. Smith is legally incompetent. 
Okay, he's, he's legally incompetent, and also I need to be recused from any other type of legal or psychological evaluation because I believe that you want me to do psychological evaluations to determine if they're legally competent. And she's like, I'm out. So she, she's, she's, she basically, the report that I got said that, hey, you are uh, technically legally incompetent, but you're not mentally incompetent, but you're legally incompetent. And then at that point, it turned into a switch of the um, um, uh, public defender. So they gave me a, a different public defender. And then at that point, they wanted me to go talk to a uh, go talk to the uh, VA uh, to discuss uh, PTSD or my combat experience or any of this type of stuff in order for them to somehow claim that I am legally competent. So I went through that stuff for almost uh, a year, uh, a year and some change. And that the end result was I can't get anybody to sign saying that I'm mentally competent, but they're not going to sign something that says that I'm illegally competent. And then it went to a three-judge change, and then this other judge says, all right, well, great, we're just going to move forward. I believe he's legally competent, and at this point here, we're just going to move on with the uh, trial. And then the public defender says, well, he hasn't actually gone through a full arraignment yet. He's like, this has been going on for two and a half years, almost three years, and he hasn't even gone through an arraignment yet. And he says, well, at this point, uh, I believe that he's legally competent. Therefore, we are now going to be moving forward towards trial. Then she chirps up and says, you know, well, there's an alternative program for, uh, you know, veterans and whatnot. We'll, we'll try to do the uh, veterans court. And actually, that's the only piece of paper because, honestly, again. Well, what's you know, the just, maximum for what you're charged with? The maximum that I'd be charged with, um, I guess th they would try to move forward with a second DUI within uh, 10 years, uh, evading the police department, uh, falsifying uh, registration and uh, stuff like that. Um, they had shot a call. You got a DUI because of mouthwash? Because of what? Because of mouthwash. You were saying that you had some mouthwash in the car? That's what, that's what their claim is. Okay, well, I, mean, I know that's, California, that's, you know, they're, like, if they even suspect you of drinking and driving, um, they even have it written right into the contract when you get the license that if you uh, yeah, you're done. Blow, huh? That's a DUI. Exactly. No, if you refuse to blow, they can literally strap you down and take your blood. Uh, correct. Yeah. In California? Yeah. Yeah, they, can only do that, they can only do that here if you're involved in a 1046, which is an accident with injuries. No, in California, uh, like on the contract, when you go down to the DMV to get your driver's license, it clearly states that you're consenting to them forcibly taking your blood if you refuse to blow a breathalyzer. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, I would never sign no shit like that. Uh, well, <laughs> knowing now what I, yeah. But um, I guess, like I said, you know, it, it, it's a long story, and I know you guys have heard hundreds of thousands of them. And you know, again, it's kind of like I get kicked in the uh, uh, gut, and it's like, well, now I know how not to get kicked in the gut, and then I show up and then I get kicked in the face. 
you know, and then, well, now, you know what I mean? It's like I'm learning Tung Fu um, uh, as I go. Well, did so they I get guess, your blood alcohol level? They said it, uh, plus or minus a, a point. So they have me at uh, 0 0.08. They have you at 0 0.08. Right, but also on the paperwork it says, you know, this isn't accurate. This isn't 100%. Then I started looking into, you know, blood. Dude, I, I don't care if it is a hundred percent. You know, it's like people who have DUIs and they, you know, when they start talking about they blew the breathalyzer. Oh, JC, I messed up. I blew the breathalyzer. Okay, so, you know, why'd you blow? Oh man, I I blew a point one one eight. Okay. Yeah, it's horrible, JC. It's just absolutely awful. Yeah, but why don't you go in there? and ask them if you were too intoxicated to contract blowing. You know what I mean? Because you're performing a contract. Exactly. And you and that's can't the, perform you know, and, a contract when you're intoxicated. Yeah, but I mean, I thought you said in California, they you can't signed consent the contract prior. out of your mind. Well, isn't that, why they had him sign it? isn't that why they had him sign it before? He got drunk. In other words, when he got the license, he went ahead and consented to it. So that, that when Man, he I'm drunk high, every day. I was drunk when I was done getting the license. I was high, too. Yeah, can you yeah, prove I wasn't drunk when I went into the DMV? It's California. So, it's legal now. So just, <laughs> I'm just curious because <clears throat> I'd like to see. And, and before I ask you this next thing, I want to ask you this. Did you throw in the Southern Poverty Law Center when you were talking about Carl, us? You said Carl, the Southern thing, and us. What What was the Southern thing? Is that the oh, no, no, no. Oh. Uh, no, 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 no. No, uh, originally, uh, originally, I had listened to uh, Carl Lentz. Before I got in trouble, before this and that, I was just curious because my curiosity bloomed from the Bible. I had not been a Bible believer. I had not, you know, I had heard basically at the end of the day, I was in the military and just things just did not seem right. I didn't understand this. Why are we in a theater of operations? Why are you calling these people actors? And just, you know what I mean? It just, it just didn't seem right. And when I got out and I uh, graduated the police academy, that, that was it for me. I was like, man, this just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem human. It doesn't seem... I know what they're telling me, and I know I've got you know a, a room full of people that are telling me that it, that it's right. But in my in my heart, it was like, man, this doesn't seem right. And from there, uh, opening up the uh, Bible, it was, oh, I get it. You know what I mean? <sighs> and so 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 this whole thing has really been a, a, a transitional, not only you know uh, physical and uh, uh, spiritual for me, but the uh, floodgates, I mean, like a, a deluge of information of everything that you have been doing in your life has not been uh, in accordance, has not been with the actual law. You've dealt with codes, you've dealt with ordinances, you've dealt with regulations, you've dealt with uh, the military uniform code of military justice, you, you've dealt with these things, but these things just uh, weren't right or, or weren't correct. Even though everyone else 99% of the people around me are like, you know, this is the way things are. It, it, it just didn't seem correct. So when it came to fruition, 
you know, hey, you're uh, getting pulled over. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, so, so, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, right. So, 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 I mean, it's not, is, man, you're in the um, heat of it, you know, it's different than when you're thinking about it in your living room. You know, so originally I listened to uh, Carl Lentz, but mm-hmm. again, it, it seemed, it, it, for, for me anyway, you know, it's, a, it's an audio on how to learn trigonometry, or it's an audio on how to learn these sort well, of things. And, yeah, you know, I'm spending, anyway. you know, you know, and, and again, it was, you know, man, I've lost my car. Now I've lost my job. Now I've lost my house. Now I'm living in a tent. Now I am, you know, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's, it's, it's difficult to uh, navigate this world. Um, listening to Carl saying, you know, all right, this happens. All right. Well, yeah, you just run on down there and you just do this. And it's like, well, I've got. <laughs> you know, this information, but it's like, I've got to now research other videos of what he, what you, he's, what he's you didn't talking file about. A claim against anybody, uh, did you? You didn't file no. a claim against no. anybody. No, thank God. Well, here's the skinny. It was like, oh, okay, well, file a claim. And then it was, well, what does it even look like? What is it, you know, well, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I can know. see what's in the consistency of it. But it was just kind of like, well, you know, I'm not too sure. Again, yeah. frozen. Just, and then, don't, then... Don't, don't worry about it. We're just glad you yeah, just... file a claim. Yeah, you know, the, first, the, first, the first thing that I would do, because the things that I, I was kind of talking about earlier are absolutely not going to work if you have an attorney of record. Um, the clerk's office well, should file, okay? If they're not filing, I would try and get something on some type of public record, um, whether it's the county recorders, whatever. I would definitely get in touch with the public defender and see if they wish to contract with you because everything's basically a contract. Um, and right. So, you... so, right. So, so, so I, I'm so sorry, JC. I, I, I really don't mean to interrupt, but it went from the Carl Lentz and then to answer uh, Shaman's uh, question, um, I went to uh, Sovereign Living with uh, David, who oh, okay. deals who, who who deals with uh, uh, jurisdiction and deals with uh, the private side versus this. Which, in my mind, well, that makes a little bit more sense because right now, if I go in there and talk one language and they don't get it, well, then at that point there, they'll just you know shoot me. You know what I mean? For lack of a better vernacular, you know, that's what, that's what they'll do. They'll arrest me, shoot me, or whatnot. And so looking at the Sovereign Living uh, uh, websites and, and you know, uh, looking at his stuff, then it became overwhelming because he's got, you know, a 417-page, you know, motion. And I'm like, well, that's kind of contradictory. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I guess where I'm at is, A, I let me, let me just go ahead and bullet point this. A, I feel frozen. I do not, me as a military guy, okay, me as a military guy, if something comes up, well, then at that point there, just at the basics, I'm pulling out my ranger handbook. My ranger handbook at that point is going to tell me uh, step by step. I got to fill in the blocks. I got to use my own thoughts, my own heart, my own uh, wishes, and how I'm going to fill it out. But it's at least just a, a step by step, you know, on how to um, uh, create a frego or to create a mission statement or to create, you know, something, uh, uh, basically a battle plan. And in this world here, 
there, there's nothing, and I'm not looking for necessarily a template of what to say. I'm looking for a template of the very first thing that ever happens, boom. Fill it out however you want to. Here's some advice or here's some stories or whatnot. Second thing, draft a letter, do that. You know what I mean? Like a, like a, like a step-by-step type of thing because I believe in my heart that everybody that calls your show or, or deals with Carlin, the bell's already been rung. They've, they've already been arrested. They've, they've already been, you know, latched onto, you know, by uh, some other uh, man or woman, you know, that's going to go ahead and say, well, we speak for you. And then ultimately it's like, well, what is common law? Well, that's just basically what other people agree with, you know, around you. And everybody knows, you know, from five, six years old, man, you, you know, you don't take somebody else's toys. It's like that I get. But when they remove the common law and then, you know, uh, give you the uh, civil law procedures, well, then at that point, well, now you've got to learn all of those type of things. And, and again, so bullet statement-wise, I feel frozen. I'm really not too sure, you know, a, uh, a good avenue of approach to successfully negotiate this obstacle. Um, I believe that I should put in, you know, my handwritten notices and have it all typed out as well, go down to the court, and the first notice would be not necessarily a status, but th- this here is who is appearing in court. And this other one is, you know, I require a uh, uh, power of attorney, which has not even taken place yet between this prosecutor, or not prosecutor, but the um, uh, uh, public defender. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Go back to the first thing you said. What do you think you would say on the notice of appearance? Uh, notice of appearance would be uh, top Were you left. on the show last week? Uh, no, I was not. I couldn't get on because apparently my phone, uh, I, I tried to get on not only last week but the week before, but I'm uh, interrupted. It's, you know, uh, sorry, you can't make uh, your uh, phone call. It's outside of your plan. So it literally has taken me almost nine days to get a hold of my service provider to say, well, we need to charge you an extra three bucks for 300 minutes of talk time on uh, what we're doing right now. Um, I thought I could just take my cell phone and call you guys, but uh, do, 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 uh, sorry, that phone number that you're trying to access is beyond your plan. And I'm like, well, I got everything, unlimited everything. So I, anyhow, but uh, yeah, so it took me about uh, nine days to get. Um, a $3 uh, additional charge for 300 minutes to uh, talk on these particular types of uh, venues, I guess. Well, before you can put anything in, you got to know what you're going to put in. So just you don't have to tell me how you'd lay it out. Just tell me what you think you'd write in a notice of appearance. I mean, what's, what's, uh, what are you trying to gain from that? What, what's your purpose in that? Just what would you write? Well, my Boil first, it down in your mind. Uh, first notice would be that I am appearing as a man under a limited special appearance for a small acclimated or a space of time between the hours of 8.30 and uh, 8.40. Then I believe that the second notice should be 
an error uh, in the court as far as Yeah, I guess it should be, you know, uh, an error to the court or to correct the court. To, to correct the court that no man or woman can speak for another man, uh, Bible verse, because that is my one authority. And then I believe that the third notice would be a, um, uh, a compensation uh, schedule for further events, not that event because they were unaware of it. I believe that the fourth uh, the fourth notice should be what I'm actually there to talk about. That's what I was. Hmm. That's 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 where I'm at. I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's go let's go back in time. If you've listened to anything of us, have you ever heard us talk about the steps one, two, three, four, and five? No, I have not. Okay. So your first. Let's go to your first idea of a notice. All right. There's a lot of stuff in there about time and type of appearance and everything, right? So, right, because I believe that the – I'm sorry. Earlier you said a general appearance would be X, Y, and Z. You, you named some things, and that that would give well, them jurisdiction. Uh, right, so basically it, so, it goes from it, the removal of the common law to the um, civil procedure code. And a so technically, uh, you're not technically. Code. Technically, you're not seeking common law. You're seeking the rights of man. It's just natural rights. We just call it common law. So, Correct. All right. So, if a notice of appearance, what should you write on a notice of appearance? It should be I man. In parentheses, my name, which doesn't exist, I'm appearing. Well, your name in different ways. <laughs> Their name well, doesn't exist, but yours does. So, okay, so in parentheses, your name, and then what would you write? I appear uh, at this court between the time of 8.30 a.m. and, you know, uh, 8.40 a.m. as a special limited appearance. I want to talk before okay, the so, lawyers do. I want, to, I want to talk before all the convicts come through. I don't want to sit there until, you know, uh, uh, 11.30 or, you know, 1 or, you know, they, they won't be in there all day. Well, maybe. I figured, you know, the, the second note maybe would not. be, you know. Well, let's stay on number one. Let's not get on number two yet. Okay. So if you hire, if you have an attorney, what attorneys do for people? Attorney means that I have turned or I've turned all I know, that I what do they do? They represent They call you, the right? case. Well, they represent they re you. There you go. They represent. So what would a man be? A man would present himself. There you go. So mm -hmm. you would say, I, man, your name in parentheses, present, at where? Court, right? Yeah, it'd be at court. That's it. Who didn't write anything else? That's it. 
You just told them who you were. Now, is that why she rips up my stuff? Is that why they have all the bailiffs? <clears throat> well, you know, I'm not there. I haven't seen what you've written. I don't know what's been done. I don't know what's been said. JC doesn't know any of that. I mean, we have no... Right. We can only go by what you say. I mean, to right. me, you... And, and meaning well, I don't, I'm not trying to berate you, but you really convoluted all this stuff quite a lot. And I know in retrospect you would have done different. But Correct. to even start you on the path, you have to understand why you're doing things. And the first thing you've got to get rid of is combativeness. Because right now you're the in a fight-or-flight thing. Okay, how this kind of um, a... Yeah, kind of a... Everybody does. Don't... I mean, don't... Dude, everybody does. It's this, I got to fight. I got to fight thing. Well, that's okay? the whole thing. I, I don't... I don't... That, that's... How about this? That's my whole thing. Cause no harm to anybody. Uh, damage any property or create some type of uh, financial uh, loss or physical loss or spiritual loss I would like well, to it's just, honestly for well, it's you just, know, I, I would like I'm sorry it's just like when you were describing those of appearance you start putting in there between the hours of this and this like you can't go in there with the mentality that you can believe you didn't do wrong right yes I don't you have to get didn't do wrong but what if you did? So there's no, there's like, okay, I'm here. You know, I, I get the idea of the time thing, but first of all, it's not going to work. Second of all, it's going to come across combative. And ah. it just antagonizes people who are easily antagonized because they don't like people, especially in California, because nobody likes being told what to do, especially them people. They don't. And, all right, so your first notice would be what? I, man, present, at, courts. That's five words. Right. Sign that. Okay, so we got that one. What would be your, now what, here's the now, deal. what do you think your number two should be? Well, well, how about this? Now, and that's, a, that's another question, too. Am I supposed to sign it with autograph? Or am I supposed to sign it, you know, by? Or... Y- y- no, man, this is a document in the hand of man. Just make a mark. Create a special, that's what JC said on the show last week, was just create, like I have a, a certain signature that I sign if I use a person, and I have one if I'm just Sean, the man, okay? I have a special signature, and I incorporate NA into it with ease. Like I practiced it. It's it's second nature now, or you know, it's just right there. It is. Anytime I need it, boom. My mark and then, and put an A in it. Right, so you're not a sumpit. So you're in it. Yeah, you're not a sumpit. Okay. Right, but yeah, well, I mean, if I, I need, guess, okay. Well, right, I'm well, not well, saying well, put that. that question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess what I'm just trying to say is it was, it was kind of odd because I'm like, you know, okay, well, great. If I sign this, well, then at that point, I'm. Let's say if I want to, you know, uh, rescind my signature, 
don't want to send my signature. Am I, well, am I putting down my signature? Am I putting down autograph? Or am I putting down <laughs> buy? All right, watch this. You're overthinking stuff too much. Listen to this description again, okay? Definition. Okay. An agreement of the mind to what is proposed or state by another accord, hence a yielding of the mind or will to that which is proposed, okay? That's consent. All right. right. If I say, hey, can I have your pencil? And you say, yeah. And you give me consent. And I reach for it. And you go, you know what? I changed my mind, man. It's the only pencil I got. Can you do that? Yes, you can. Okay. So quit worrying about all this stuff. You're, you're making it too... Dude, put your mark. Give it to him. Here, I'm here. I'm here. What do you want? That, that's your first thing. But you got to know what that means, right? Man, look, when you say I, man, you didn't challenge anything. You removed jurisdiction. The court doesn't have jurisdiction over man unless you harm somebody. Now you have to hold that position, okay? You've already notified the court, hey, I'm here. The judge is going to know. The prosecutor is going to think you're batshit crazy. Right. More than likely, okay? The judge is going to know exactly what you did or, or should know pretty well what you're doing, okay? <clears throat> well, now, what did you say your second one you thought you should be again? Take one of the um, um, I believe that my uh, second one, based on the time, would be a compensation notice or notice of compensation. Okay, so somebody calls you on the phone and you say hello, and the next thing you're going to say is how much money are you going to pay me for talking to you? Well, I do it to telemarketers. They get off the horn uh, pretty quick. <laughs> I say, are you looking for the man or are you looking for the corporation? Okay. No, for the man. So what are, you, well, what are you wanting compensation for? If they're going to keep me there longer. Longer than what? Longer than the 10 minutes. No, nah, dude. We took that off. Remember, that's not even there. Now you're creating controversy. Why would you talk about compensation? Maybe you're supposed to be there. Maybe you did some shit you don't even remember because you were drunk. Who knows? I don't know. You don't know. So let's find out. That's what they drug you there for, right? Now we're talking like you didn't handle it before, you know, like you're, you're there now. So we're not talking about, like, could you have handled it beforehand. We're talking about you're kind of in the mix. So what do you think the second thing besides if you didn't go for compensation and you, you made the court aware of who you are and what you are, okay. what do you think your second, second thing should be? My second thing would be um, to end controversy, to end fight, to end battle, Okay. And um, how I would guess, you do that? I don't know how, but I believe it would be more of I'm here to uh, compensate. I'm here as a servant. I'm here to hey, if there's if there's something going on or wrong or whatnot, you know, uh, I, I you know I 
I need to be informed of who believes I owe a debt or I've done there you wrong, go. or who sh- no, whose shoes I've stepped or whose shoes I've stepped on. There you go. So I'm here. Right. Who the hell brought me here? Right? Like, why am I here? Well, you did this, 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 and this. Is there, then you, so, don't you need, don't you wish to find out, or wouldn't you require to find out who was saying you did this, that, that, and this? I mean, yeah. Think about it from a normal conversation. Like, if you got a mail, something in the mail, and it opened, it said, "Dear Mr. John Smith, you owe me four million three hundred seventy-four dollars and eighteen cents." You're gonna immediately skip the rest of the shit and look right down at the bottom to see who sent this letter to you, aren't you? Like, what is Correct. this? Okay, so why would you act any differently at court? Now, you've already covered yourself as far as being man because that's what you notified them you are. So now, that's your position. That's your standing. you created standing, right? You don't have status. You have standing. Your standing is man. So now, who the hell brought me here? Got this summons. Am I the man you're looking for? You know, you're not saying these things, obviously, but this is the shit in your head you need to know. Like, right. I'm here as man. Well, just, you guys sent this. I don't know who this summons was for. I don't know who this indictment was for. I don't know who this paperwork's for. So it has, you know, because now they're starting to write the name in upper lowercase anyway. So in a lot of jurisdictions, or in a lot of venues, I should say. But so just. What do you what what is required if you've done wrong? Like what what is the thing that is required by man if you've done wrong? What would you require of somebody for them to have to prove that you've done something wrong or you owe a debt? What what would be the thing you would require? Proof of loss, proof of damage, or proof of injury. Okay, and how would they do that? I mean, if somebody says, you know, I, I ran over their mailbox or whatnot, I would, you know. Okay, so what? how would they do that, though? Well, ultimately, <laughs> it would be, well, ultimately, it would be, you know, a man or woman who owns the property, and that property has been damaged, and they've got, let's say, a video or photos or something of me, you know, creaming through uh, their uh, fence and damaging their uh, mailbox to keep things simple. So you would want or require a I would, I would, verified I would, complaint. Correct. I would require a verified okay. complaint. There you and, go. Right. So the complaint that she has read to me says that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then it says, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, it says I verify, and I kid you not, this is what she read to me. She goes, you know, I verify under the penalty of perjury that the foregoing information is uh, true and correct. And then it had uh, a guy named uh, Owen, Owen, Owen something. 
uh, mm-hmm. attorney, and then it says by somebody else. And the signature is not the man that authored the words. Well, just, yeah, I know, but see, look, you sure it doesn't say certify? I guarantee you she, she would not have never seen yeah, because I've never seen a cop verify anything. It always says certify. Well, no, it's a because they can't correct. verify anything. Right, uh, right. Well, this 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 uh, paperwork basically, I get pulled over by the police. The police go ahead and they write the report. The report report goes to the district attorney. The district attorney says at this point here, I believe that we've got, you know, uh, personal and. Um, uh, personal and uh, I'm not too sure the other one, but you know, bottom line is, you know, we've got jurisdiction. And then at that point, uh, what we're going to do is uh, summon this man to. Uh, hey man, here here's you know, what you know. I'm trying to say is that they can't just believe they have jurisdiction. Jurisdiction can't be assumed or presumed. It has to be established. And the way that they typically get jurisdiction with people is what they call service of summons. So when you have a driver's license or you signed up for a driver's license, you you pretty much said that you would go to court even if they didn't have jurisdiction for six months. And that was one of the first things that I brought up is that you should bring that up to them. Okay, now all of the stuff that you're talking about filing with the court, they're not gonna let you do as long as you have that attorney. That's That's pretty much what I what I heard from you. So in my opinion, your best step, like your first step, is to get rid of that attorney. Yeah, you already said all that. I thought he already heard you say that. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I thought he had moved on to what does he do after that? Well, I mean, after getting rid of the attorney, I would, you know, tell them that the service of summons is up and they got to, you know, they have to prove jurisdiction which they're not going to be able to prove jurisdiction without a verified complaint. Well, the only thing I think is that, and I thought I addressed this, I think what they're going to try to to get by him on, which is why the charge number one was felony evading, is they've moved past the driver's license to a felony. And I'm afraid they're going to try to use that to circumvent that service of summons. Now, it's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, because there, there is no felony. It's just uh, misdemeanor or infractions. Oh, they didn't charge you with felony evading? Uh, no, because... Like, it's not a from felony what she said, to run from the cops in California? Uh, correct. It's, it's, it's evading a, a peace officer. Whoa. Well, that's usually a felony. Are you... I don't, that's, that's the first time I've ever heard it not being a felony. How about this? I can say 
with the loss of my own life, putting it on, you know, uh, yeah, no, there, there is you no hell in it. It's, 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 well, it's just, it's misdemeanor. It's, it's misdemeanor evade, um, you know, uh, evading the, uh, uh, yeah, evading a uh, peace officer. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard of evading a cop be a misdemeanor. Because she's trying Especially to talk about, you know, going, yeah, yeah, because she's trying to talk about, you know, what we need to do for trial and, and, and all these other different things. And she says, well, you know, you have evading the police, but after your initial contact, you stopped at all stop signs. You did not, you know, there, there was absolutely no indication that you were intoxicated. There's no indication that you were uh, malicious. There's no indication that this and that. You basically had a conversation with somebody and that somebody, you know, wanted to continue the conversation again, meaning he followed me uh, to my house. And then at that point, you know, I get out and as a police academy graduate, I know the procedures that make them feel safe. So I did those things. And then at that point, when he started asking me uh, questions, I said, well, look, I, I, I can either talk to a man or a woman or you a man or a woman. He's like, oh, man, uh, I'm a man. I said, lovely. Did I cause you any harm? Did I cause you any damage? Did you witness me doing any of that type of stuff? He's like, no. And I said, well, no man can interfere with the right of another man going from point A to point B. You can't, you know, uh, try to converse, uh, you know, uh, coerce me or intimidate me with, you know, your, your friends here. I said, you know, look, I'm just a, a, a peaceful guy just trying to get from point A to point B. And that's when he says, well, I'm not a man, I'm an officer. And then they brought in another officer, and I said the same thing. I said, look, he's like, tell me your story. I'm like, man, I would love to tell you my story. So here's my story. I can only communicate with either a man or woman. Are you a man or a woman? He's like, well, I'm a man. Told him my thing. And he's like, well, I'm an officer and slammed, on the, you know, uh, slammed the door. Hello? Nice. Yeah, we're here. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I, I can hear you. you. You can hear us? Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah, man, can you hear me? Here? Can you I, hear me I got now? another phone call. <laughs> exactly, right? Uh, no, I got another uh, phone call, and I, I couldn't speak to anybody. I'm going to be dead-ass honest. You need to change your provider. I, I, I concur. You know, so I guess... Um, So as far as the first notice, I'm there is man, and then my second notice is the who, what, why, and where. Well, the first thing you're gonna have to do is get rid of the attorney, you know, like that—that's step number one. You're you're not gonna get anywhere as long as that attorney's still on the record. Okay, how how do I do that? <laughs> because do a it, Donald it, it Trump on it, him. Oh, do a Donald do Trump a, on him. Do a Donald Trump those cases, on him. Those cases are huge. Fired. 
Right, but also, I, okay. Now, Shaman says, man, Steve, you think way too much, and I believe that man is true. And I believe that if I say, hey, you are fired, that means that I've hired them or uh, I guess, I don't know, create joinder uh, in that fashion. But should it just be a uh, uh, letter or notice? And then, and that's another thing, too. As far as all of these notices that I'm supposed to be putting into court, are these things uh, supposed to go through notary, uh, registry mail, and, 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 and so on and so forth? Or is it just going down to the court and uh, maintaining the original copies, but uh, disseminating that information at that point? I mean, you should be able to just walk down to the court and and get them filed. Um, you know, I mean, I don't really know what's going on because even when you have an attorney, you can still file things into the case. Unless there's a specific order saying that you're that crap crazy and you know, if you filed anything into the case, it would it would hurt you. But I've only seen something like that get written up once. And the guy basically accused a federal prosecutor of not being a federal prosecutor. And they were just tired of all the <laughs> retarded stuff he was doing. Well, okay, they well, did that mental evaluation on him. Didn't they find you mentally incompetent then? No, well, correct. Well, well, here's a skinny. I went there and had the conversation with her. She basically told the court, uh, "Never use me again. Don't send anybody down my pipeline." Uh, based on this whole mental competency thing, I've got other uh, shit to do, and apparently you guys are bullshitting me and uh, the people that are uh, showing up here. So I'm out. Okay. Then they wanted me to go talk to a uh, another guy. Um, then I found out in interim prior to that if you are deemed mentally incompetent, well then at that point there, they will take uh, whatever they need or basically be what's considered a ward of the court. And I thought, well, shit, I'm already a ward of the court by, you know, uh, them calling me a defendant. So I guess just to be uh, uh, here on track, would it be a letter to the owner of the business of Koi Kaloi, you know, uh, law firm and associates who's acting as public defender, so on and so forth, uh, for the uh, county of Placer is to send what? That owner a letter saying any of your employees or associates or, you know, whatever. I mean, again, you know, it's titles. And it's almost like, you know, I verbally, let's say, uh, shoot a public defender in the head, another one just pops up. It's like I got rid of Sally, but then Joan uh, is, is now there. Like an endless supply of uh, All right, a anything that you do should not just be verbally, okay? Like, like 101, everything that you do should be in writing as well. Um, you know, and before I kind of got quiet i was telling you you know you don't need to go and tell them what they can or can't do they wish to contract with you contract with them make them an offer they're probably not going to accept 
But if they wish to well, contract, he... that's what the courts are for. Right, but I guess what I say verbally causes that person to say, you know, uh, I can't move forward. Uh, let's bring somebody else in. So all of them, all of them saying, well, at this point here, if you'd like to do your notices, if you'd like to do your thing, if you'd like to do, you know, whatever you want to do, we'll relinquish power and then you can go ahead and represent yourself. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't wish to represent yourself. I mean, that's something we talk about a lot on the show is, uh, is how uh, you don't wish to represent yourself. Um, uh, correct. And then, and that's and that's another thing too. I said, you know, look, uh, what that district attorney said, or what that man who's claiming to be, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, in the story, it was, you know, this man said things that are going to another man to judge or decide whether I should be doing this or doing that. And what I would like to do on our next uh, court visit, I, you know, I require to go on the record. I would like to be sworn in and everybody there needs to be sworn in. And then her plan was, all right, great. We'll go ahead and uh, uh, hold on one second. Um, uh, where was I? Um, yeah, so I wanted to go on the record. And then she says, oh, okay, great. Fabulous. Right? You know, she's like, well, we'll write something up, and then we'll go ahead and put you on the stand. She goes, my main concern is that at that point there, when you're under oath, then they can go ahead and attack you, and then anything that you say will be used against you and so on and so forth, and I don't advise it. And I said, well, no, my goal is to have everybody put on oath. And she says, there's no judge, there's no, uh, ain't nobody going to put anybody else on the stand. She goes, so if you want to go on the stand, you're going to crucify yourself. And I, (laughs) do you see my stuckness? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I would agree with that 100%. You know, it's it's not that you wish to go on the stand. It's it's that you don't believe a court should exist in the first place. I'm in the wrong your court, goal, I guess. Your that... goal should be to get them to try to establish why the court exists. Okay? Because the wrongdoer always summons court because of nobody did anything wrong. It wouldn't be courts. Correct. So your whole objective is to get them to establish what most people consider jurisdiction by going on the record with a verified complaint. You know, because like, I don't know if you were here at the beginning of the show, but, you know, Shaman was talking about this, how you know, what they do is they try to get you to have conviction against yourself, right? Correct. They try and get you to convict yourself. So if you went on the record and went on the stand, you would basically be playing along into that. Um, 
the real thing is is it's like so it's it's a rule of common law uh that if if somebody and this this was very well established when they started switching over to the codified system but if somebody brought a complaint against you with the codes and it wasn't verified you didn't have to verify anything until they did because there was nothing there it's the exact same situation that there's nothing there you're talking about correcting the record of the court that's that's the way you correct it is by showing there's no court there's no reason to have a court because nobody did anything wrong and the best they're going to have is oh you you know you violated some legal statute Yeah, in my heart of hearts, I, I a pretended offense. You know, did did I sign on to obey these legal statutes? What are these legal statutes? I mean, they've already declared you legally incompetent. Well, well, I'm not well, competent to understand well, what you're talking about. Right, but bottom line was. That lady, like I said, she's like uh, like a Australian shark tank, dude, uh, I'm out. And boom, uh, they brought in a uh, new uh, whatever. But uh, bottom line was, um, it, 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 it turned into, it turned into, you know, well, go talk to this other guy. And what I did with this other guy, knowing that if I am legally incompetent, well, then at that point there, they can. Uh, come collect me and put me into a mental institution where no, I they am can the do Lord. that if you're mentally incompetent, you know. But if you're just legally incompetent, if you're just incompetent in their legal structure, I mean, honestly, you wish to be incompetent in their legal structure, of course. And I thought, well, hey, man, you know, maybe this is uh, tides going kind of like my way, but bottom line is. Um, they wanted me to go see this uh, other guy, and based on the information that I had was, if you are deemed mentally incompetent, meaning this man's not going to listen to what I have to say, this man, you know, his, 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 his paperwork at that point would be he needs to go into an institution because he does not believe in the society. He does not believe in blah, 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 blah. He's going to do his own thing. And so then at that point there, you know, I answered a I think four out of 400 questions, and he went ahead and put in, uh, he is mentally competent for court. Then the judge says, oh, okay, great, he's mentally competent. Then at this point here, I'm gonna say that he is not guilty. And okay, then I so said, if oh, you're mentally competent, you don't require an attorney. You know what I mean? Like, Like, this is kind of confusing because it's like, I'm sitting here listening to to this and from one side it's like you're mentally incompetent and that's why they had to give you an attorney and then from the other side it's like you know you're mentally competent or or you're mentally competent you're just incompetent legally so they had to give you an attorney um you know but right it's, so it's so just kind right of, so so right so so both of them and this is this is the summation 
or yeah so this is the summation that I am mentally confident to attend court but I'm also legally incompetent to understand or agree with what they're moving forward with. So okay, well, the see, court you, said, you don't have to understand it or agree with it at all. Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there, and then I'm going to unmute BB because they've had their hand raised for probably half an hour now. And, you know, it's getting close to 11 o'clock, which is typically when we call it quits. But, dude, right, it's, it's, not, it, it's not a requirement for you to understand the court. Okay, the requirement is for the court to understand you. There, there's no law written down in the history of case laws that say you have to understand the court. You have to understand everything that's going on. In fact, one of the reasons why they ask you if you understand so many times is because they're basically getting you to say without you knowing that, yeah, you agree with what they're doing. Because Correct understand Correct understand under somebody's authority, it means I agree with you. Right, and I throw out the word, you know, I comprehend the words, but uh, I don't agree. And then, boom, here comes the cuffs, here comes the bailiffs, here comes, you know, and I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm at that point where, you know, um, I get it, I understand it, or I should say I get it and I comply and I, 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 I comprehend the words that these people are using. You know, but my main thing is, you know, I guess my, I guess my main thing is, I would like to put in notices that kill this thing. The Dude, pen is I mean, mightier than you, this. Even whenever you get to the point where they actually recognize your right to put in notices. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to put in one or two notices. It's not going to be like what Carl was talking about, where it's like one, two sentences, boom, I'm done. It's not going to happen that way. Correct, and I'm learning that. So, and for God's sake, it, don't consider a claim. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> BB, you, you are unmuted. Sorry for keeping you on That's okay. So Thanks for taking my call, JC. I was going to ask you some other things, but this guy, you know, remember what we discussed last week? This guy uh, sounds yeah. like a prime example of what happens, and it happens to veterans that are taking military benefits. Anybody that's getting government benefits, there's other people too, and then there's some that they throw in just to use as red herrings. But if he's getting military benefits, as soon as I heard that his phone wasn't working, it's like everything he's been saying up till now, he could be having that kind of problem. And, um, you know, maybe if he was to open a business and get it or get a job and be a real good worker, be and get rid of those government benefits, his whole life might turn around. Well, um, am, I, I, am I still on? Yeah. Um, I, I, I yeah. don't receive any, I, I, I'm a veteran, okay. but I don't, I don't receive any benefits. I don't receive any monthly okay. checks. Okay. I, I, I don't receive, I don't receive, uh, you know, medical and stuff like that is available to me. Just a cut yeah. my finger off, you know, type of thing, but right. I don't right. receive any monthly checks. I don't receive any government, okay. uh, uh, anything. 
at, at, at okay. all. So, they were just like, well, you're okay. a veteran. You might want to go and try this whole veterans court. And I looked at it as, well, this might be an out for me. Fine. You know, I'll go through some meetings and talk about, you know, whatever. And hopefully over uh-huh. the next, you know, year or almost two years, they'll, they'll take it back to the point where prior to I was arrested to dismiss this stuff. Because it seemed like the things that I was doing hasn't benefited me, I guess. Yeah. So, well, one thing I'm going to tell you, don't ever put yourself in a position where you could be com- deemed incompetent because then you will lose credibility for the rest of your life. Correct. That's why the second guy... Never, said, ever. He, 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 yeah, well, the second, the second shrink says... He's legally competent. He's mentally competent. He's right as rain. He is ready and shoved in the chute uh, to be shot down range as far as a uh, legal competent human being. He is 100% good to go. So that's, yeah. what I, that's, that's what I got back because of the information okay. that I heard in between the two was if you are deemed legally incompetent, uh, you're screwed. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll give enough tertiary information, at least enough for this guy to decide either which way. And he's like, yeah, he, he, he's mentally competent. He's like, well, he's mentally competent, but, you know, as far as uh, legal and, and uh, your world, that doesn't really pertain to him. But, you know, he, he's good to go for trial. And that's when yeah. the uh, uh, public defender was like, well, yes, you are now back almost three years ago, you know, uh, now that we're back to like uh, square one, well then at that point there, you can move forward in this uh, uh, VA or not VA, but uh, uh, veterans court. And California apparently passed some laws saying that, you know, hey, you can go through uh, veterans court or whatnot. And if you've checked all the blocks and, you know, dotted the T's and I's or whatnot, you know, in uh, 12 months to 18 months, it will be as if this never happened. They themselves will go ahead and discharge it. They themselves will go ahead and say as if it never happened and all paperwork and whatnot is the fire. Make you whole again. And I thought, well, my God, you know, these other different things that I'm trying to do, you know, are interfering with that. Meaning my brother, he's telling me, he's like, dude, I got my house on bond for you. I got a $350,000 house on bond for you. Just do what they need you to do and get rid of this and move forward. And so he's like, O.J. Simpson was uh, tried, convicted, this, that, and not. And <laughs> that, that, that whole process with O.J. Simpson uh, has taken less time than it, than it is, you know, you, you going through your thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm I'm thinking there's a there's a problem that a lot of um, veterans have, as well as people on disability and retired people. And I was listening to you. I'm thinking, oh God, he's probably he's probably got it happening to him too. Um, and it might be the case, but you know, maybe you're just having a lot of bad luck. <laughs> so anyway. Um, I wish you luck with whatever you're doing, and I wanted to um, pose a question to the group. Um, the group I'm in, the targeted individuals, has another yet another lawyer. The first lawyer that was going to help him out ended up um, getting killed by the police. 
He shot some kid in a school. His name was Myron May. Um, I, most of us believe he was mind controlled somehow or another because he couldn't go ahead and actually kill somebody. He shot somebody in the foot and the police killed him. Um, next lawyer, they pulled like $25,000 together to get, um, to get a lawyer to take the case. And that guy just kind of disappeared. He was getting like thousands of calls a week from everybody. And he just said, I'm not gonna do it. Now we got another one. The thing is, um, claims, if we could actually, and, and I don't think we will actually ever be able to actually sue anybody because they're good enough at, hide, at hiding it and we're really outgunned. Um, but if we ever got a lawsuit going, um, they're, you know, they're, that's what they keep on talking about is their, their um, what is the name of it again? Where it's a whole group. Anyway, the a class action lawsuit, they keep on talking about the class action lawsuit. And what's what you guys are saying, if people file claims, things get worse. And actually we've had a few targeted individuals. The reason they were targeted most likely is because they did win a lawsuit and they were, um, they actually were, they were supposed to get that money. It was theirs, you know, it, it's, they were getting screwed one way or another and they sued for their own money and they ended up getting targeted because of it. So I'm thinking if they were to win the lawsuit um, as a class action or individual, it might not be really a good thing. What do you guys think? Am well, I too cryptic? If they go for a class action, they're gonna have to get an attorney. Um, that's basically how class actions go. Yeah. And for someone like for an individual to make some type of claim, they they would have to have enough proof to to prove it. I I would say more or less beyond a reasonable doubt. I mean, sure. you know, for civil court, they say it's just the preponderance of evidence. Um, but you know, with what you're talking about, and I I would imagine that you mainly be going after people in the government or loosely associated with the government through uh, subcontracting. Um, you know, the, they're going to have a really high standard of proof. Sure. So it, it, it would have to be the right case. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, that there's never a time to file a claim. But, you know, the gentleman, Carl Lentz, who uh, people kind of talk about on this show, um, you know, he, he got on the radio and just started telling everybody, like, whenever you go to court for a traffic ticket or the IRS or anything, go and file a claim against whoever's moving it against you. Um, and that, of course, will uh, will get people in trouble. Um, sure. So, but that, that's kind of my take on it, is if, if they have the right case, you know, and they can really prove and they have video evidence of this, that, and the other, then maybe a claim is justified. And if you do some type of class action, then you're going to have to go with an attorney. Right, right. And that's what they're working on now. They actually have a guy um, in California that's forming a co-op. He uh, He's targeted himself. I don't know what he did. He was, you know, the guy's got credentials. He went to UCLA and um, 
I think he was working in the movie industry and he went after somebody or something <laughs> happened and he ended up getting targeted himself. So <laughs> I, you know, I, I just don't see it happening because we're really outgunned. But as you said, you know, it could be a subcontractor. There were a couple cases where people actually got a lawsuit going. One's this Richard Kane person. They implanted one of his kids with tracking devices. And the doctor actually found him and pulled him out. So he he figured out who did it because he's an attorney. Um, but it, it, there's what happened there that he is one of the people that actually won. Then there was, I'm in Illinois. <clears throat> there was this guy, um, Ed Lezinski, I believe, is a private investigator. He caught some people that were using technology against his client. They have these handheld microwave devices. They're not like microwave ovens, but they're like, you know, microwave radios. And if you aim them at people long enough, you can do bodily damage to them. Well, they caught these people and they arrested them. They went to jail. Now, Ed Lezinski, or whatever his name is, isn't in Illinois anymore. <clears throat> the other problem um, I have, and you're in California, you know what a two-party consent state is. Uh, um, I'm in Illinois. It's a two-party consent state. So anything I have is probably would probably get me thrown in jail. <laughs> For recording somebody without their permission and that's a felony in Illinois and you can get up to a $25,000 fine so um, you know my, my main goal is to get into a state that's a one-party consent state and move on from there because this isn't working here yeah Illinois is uh, pretty crazy on the two-party consent but i i wouldn't worry about it too much just depending on on what it is um i mean because basically what they have is is kind of some of the fundamental rules on recording is um you know whether it's private or public right and uh, right. So, so if you're if you're doing things in the public or you're recording people in the public they you know they can't regulate the the two-party consent okay that's that's what i thought so that's what i thought anyway but, with that being said i'm gonna give people a minute to kind of say good night and i'd just like to say thanks everybody for coming out we appreciate everybody who comes out and listens on uh wednesday night without the audience we we probably wouldn't have a show thanks for coming back bbs sorry again for it taking so long to get to you. Um, that guy was just kind of going on and on. Good luck, 916. Good night, all. Hey, good night, and everybody. Thanks for coming out. So good night, everyone, and we will be back next week, and that will be March the 4th. So we will march forth 
next week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with some common law wise words. Thanks, everybody. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.